Hello, hello everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me as always is Zeke Baker and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon wherever you are, whatever time it is. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Say hello to the folks, Zeke. Aloha, hola. Happy to be back with everyone and let's uh, let's see what kind of bourbon we can find to get into. Bahalo. I don't know what that means. It's Hawaiian. Oh. I mean, you said aloha. Yeah, but that means hello and goodbye. It's multifunctional. A lot of things are multifunctional. Like a Leatherman? Yeah. That's like your uh, Leatherman tool is, is the mahalo and your aloha. But aloha is multifunctional. It's both. Is maloha both? <laughs> I don't know. See? Alrighty, John. We're, we're on a slippery slope. It's a rough night. I am ornery tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't know if it's the time change, if it's the fact that my daughter turned, you know, by the time this is out, my daughter is going to be two years old. Her birthday is this upcoming Sunday. So we we record about a week ahead just to give me time to get the last one up and get the other one up. So my daughter will be two by the time this is out. And she has really hit those terrible twos hard already. Really? That's interesting. My, I'm at two and a half now, and I laugh, and yes, there's less than desirable moments, but for the rate of development, I mean, every single day is a, a new something, a new word, a new understanding, a new function. It's beyond impressive, so uh, hopefully you'll you'll have a better outlook soon. My daughter is very smart and very headstrong, and I can already tell because you can see her wheels turning, and it's for her. When you look at her, you can tell she wants to say something. She knows what she wants to say, but she can't. She doesn't have the words to say it, and then that just frustrates her, and then all hell breaks loose. You know, I'm just ready for the point to where she can go look at, you know, your your cabinet or nits. (laughs) Yeah, it is nits. And then point at each one. And what that's going to equate to in the pair of shoes she wants. Because that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, luckily you have a son. And he's probably not going to do that. But my daughter's going to be like, Daddy, that's a Kate Spade purse right there. No, we have a a strong family history of being shoe whores, unfortunately. So it's going to (laughs) happen. Don't worry. Daddy, Daddy, that's Tory Burt's shoes right there. I, I felt so bad the last pair of sneakers he got. We went walking the day after he got them, looking for frogs because it had rained. And seemingly we came back, obviously it rained, somewhat muddy. And after I got him down for a nap, I immediately scrubbed those shoes clean and like called my sister laughing about it. Like, Were they some Jordans? I just couldn't stand for the thought of my kid to have dirty new shoes. It, it bothered me. Is he on limited editions yet? Is he waiting and lied for... No, he, he, his foot's growing too much. I'm not wasting money on that. He can have whatever when it's stable, but for now, no. <laughs> I am just putting this off because we have a heck of a blind tonight. And what Zeke and I decided to do, we've been getting them right recently. And we've had guests on the show. We've been getting them right. We've been splitting it up with some interviews. And we haven't gotten blinds wrong in a while. So we tried doing that 1792 last week. We ended up doing that side to side. This week, we decided, you know what? We are going to blind ourselves with Elijah Craig. And not just Elijah Craig, but Four Elijah Craig barrel proofs. So we did the Elijah Craig barrel select grenade, 
gift shop only release, 125 proof. The Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Batch B517, which came out last year. It was voted Whiskey of the Year from a couple places. And then we did the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Squat, which is the old version. And the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Batch C917. I'll go more in depth in these, but we are essentially doing... Four of these that are 124 proof and above. The range is 124 proof to 139 proof. Very high proof stuff. I'll be surprised if we're able to talk after this. Because when we go and take this blind, it's not going to be some low octane stuff we're drinking. Not at all. And and just to, to clarify, at least looking at their grenade, it says barrel select. And I think... At least these are always 125. Correct me if I'm wrong. You are correct. Um, with a no age statement, whereas at least the Elijah Craig barrel proof line still carries the 12 year age statement. And it doesn't say it on the bottle, but everyone knows it, no, it is does. Tw- does it? It yeah. doesn't on the new ones. Yeah, it does. Where? Oh, either on the side of the back label. It, it's not, it's not bold, but it's there, bud. I looked. Maybe I've been drinking too much already. I'm just telling you, it's there. I've had this discussion. But yeah, we thought this would be pretty fun um, throughout most of 2017. And currently, anytime the Elijah Craig Barrel Proofs were brought up, as far as the current and newer releases, as we got our hands on them, we were remotely impressed, to say the least. I like the C, and and I'm wondering if that's going to stand up in the blind. We did put the B up in our Whiskey of the Year challenge at the end of 2017, and the B did not stand up to some of the other things that we had. Which is is interesting, considering that, you know, got some of those you know San Francisco Whiskey of the Year awards at the same time, as I tend to do not to dive into a rabbit hole, but I really wonder how much these awards really hold stock. I mean, you go, go in plenty of stores, probably any store you can find. Under various bottles, there's going to be a plaque card that shows such and such. Double one. gold. Yeah. And and granted, we've we've sourced some out and found some that we did really like. 291 out of Colorado, we both liked. A little rye heavy. But for a super young upstart craft, I, I thought it was really good. And then, you know, some we really didn't. Look at Bib and Tucker. <laughs> or Tuck or did, I mean, whatever did it's Biff called. Did Tucker win an award? Go in any store. There's a plaque card there. It got 95 or some BS. Whoever tasted it just really loved almond oil juice. Did they just like the outside of the bottle? Uh, either that or they just wanted to create a nightmare for people that thought they could flip it. Because, I mean, you can't even ship those things. There's a piece of wire holding the cork in. The thing is just awful. Oh, no. So my dad showed up once. Hey, boy, I got a bottle. Somebody owed me some money. They told me this was expensive, quote unquote, at the store. All right. He gets the town, pulls that out. I just wanted to punch myself in the nose. <laughs> and you can't because it's your dad. Oh, no. And you want to say, Pops, you know, thank you for the gesture, but. Oh, no. I asked him how close the friend was and I, I gave him the skinny. It's one of those, you know, you, you don't do an above and beyond favor for it in the future. You might do a favor for it, but don't waste your energy there, old man. And if he owes you money, just get the cash next time because that, I'd yeah, rather you spend the money. I'd rather you gave me the money than spend your money on that. And you think about things like that. You could go get, I mean, in your world, you could go get two or three early times bottom and bottom leaders for the same price. I think you'd be happier getting that than getting a Pippin Tucker. 
That actually reminds me. I gotta go pick up that case I got. Yeah, Zeke does have a case of really early times bottle of bar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you if you listen to anything before, especially our um, twenty seven year in review, I won't say it's the best thing I tasted in the year, but for the bang for the buck, for a liter. I'm admittedly and brown foreman that gets me a lot, but that early times bottled and bond, uh, it, it, it struck my fancy to say the least. I think one of the big things, and just mention again, because I'm more of a Four Roses guy, I loved that, and surprised the heck out of me how much I loved it, that Four Roses yellow label at 80 proof, because I typically go for a higher proof. I still can't get over how much flavor was in that 80 proof for roses. No, I'm still looking forward to the feedback. We had plenty of folks that chimed in in various formats of, hey, I tried this in the past. Wasn't necessarily my jam, but it could have been when four roses wasn't producing at the level they are now. I'm going to go get it and try it. And I think that was the the coolest thing out of that episode. I mean, not only just the fact that we talked to Al Young, which was super cool. But the feedback that we got from people that was, you know, I had Four Roses Yellow Label before. I don't think I appreciate it. I'm going to go back and take another look. And we are waiting to get all that feedback in now. And I'm really excited to see what people have to say about that. Same here. Same here. Uh, That was a unique experience, to say the least. Unique is an understatement. I think we are still humbled and very grateful for that one. But let's talk about this one. We kind of introduced it, but let's introduce it a little bit more. So we have Elijah Craig Barrel Select. It is otherwise known as the grenade because it looks like a grenade, even though it's shaped like a little barrel. It's 125 proof, 62.5% ABV, non-age stated. It comes in at $30. We know it's at least four years but it's not the 12 years like the other barrel proofs are. We also have Elijah Craig barrel proof batch B517 that comes in at $55, 62.1% ABV, 124.2 proof. It is 12 years old, 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% barley. The Elijah Craig barrel proof squat This is something that Zeke brought out of retirement at 139.8 proof, 69.9% ABV. It's 12 years old. And Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Batch C917 is 12 years old, 131 proof, 65.5 ABV. And all I've seen is that the mash bill is the same, 75 corn, 13 rye, 12% barley. We don't hammer down too much on products, especially continually. But I think John and I both were just very dissatisfied with all three small batch releases in 2017 of the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, which previously had been one of our, you know. The squads. If somebody really, pulled it out, we would never say, I don't want to pour. We really love the squats. I think when I had the opportunity to go buy a C, and that's the one that we're using, none of these were sent to us. The C I liked, it was 131 proof, and we'll see how that stands up to the other ones because that was about the closest thing to the squat that we had, but nothing kind of equated to that that squat bottle, the the old style Elijah Craig barrel proof bottle. Those grenades are very dangerous because you can go through one of those in a night at 200 milliliters and they're very, very tasty. I, I'm wondering, this is a very, very hard blind. 
I'm a little scared right now because we I, have not gotten them wrong this well, badly. Like you said it's kind of surprising for the grenade to not have an age statement, but it def- definitely has a unique flavor that has, at least to me, always been continuous over time. You know, Grant, we only have one of the older squats here, but you and I have both been through a, a handful of these various proofs or you know, small batches, just like a Stag Junior or something else. You can rank them, but it, it it's fine tooth calm picking. Yeah. It, it's not an overall opinion. And that's what was so tough about you know, any of the three releases in 17 was they just did not seem up to snuff under any circumstance. And it was very tough for me when people started. I think it was Whiskey Advocate that made B517. And it's nothing against Whiskey Advocate, but it's very hard for me to put one batch over the other to make it whiskey of the year you know i I think there's so many similarities between the three of them that it's very hard to take one of those out and say no that one's it and you know also at the same time we harp a good bit over people that ham up over an age statement and just say it's not necessary but at the same time you know elijah craig they discontinued the age statement on the regular small batch but for the barrel proof it's still there they just put it on the side somewhat inconspicuously but they wanted to keep it there apparently as lack of bold as it is previously anytime i tried a b or c from 17 they all just seemed really protected really sheltered at a very low part of the rick probably dead center it was very safe never really exposed it it just seemed like the emphasis was on we need a 12-year product we can release, not something that matched the countless batches that came before it that people were expecting. And I could be setting myself up here a little bit for disappointment, right? But I, I think it's one of those things that was very safe. It was very, you know that you know, when you're putting something out at 124 or higher, the barrel proof is going to mask anything that is, you're not going to get all the flavor at 124 that you might get at 105 or 115. So you know that that strong alcohol is going to dull it a little bit. Not dull, not dull in the sense of to weak whiskey, but all of that alcohol is going to kind of knock you out to a certain point. And you're not going to get everything when it's that high like you would if it was a little bit lower. So I, I, you know you could go from a safe place in the rickhouse because you know that that higher proof is going to mask any of the outliers. And inversely, uh, I would say they could have very well underestimated how much fanfare the market has now for higher proofs. Plenty of us, that, that's what we gravitate to and it's not necessarily that we or, or you know folks want a higher proof. They just want an uncut product. I have that discussion plenty of times with people when they see me really get into something that's you know one hundred seven, eight, nine, ten, but it's also barrel proof. But there's no dilution of the flavor. That's what we really all want. Is just something that if we want to add drops or mills of water, that's fine. Let us do it. We just want to tinker with it and, and see it from start to finish, so to speak, or. Or as it's you know kicked down, and I almost really think that maybe where the the oversight happened here is folks didn't really gauge how much high proof fanfare there is, and it's not for the burn or the singe; it's just for the full embodiment of flavors from nose 
to taste, to back. And I'm just looking for something, and I like how Al Young put it, is when he said, I'm looking for something that doesn't have too much bite. I'm looking for something that is not weak. It doesn't taste thin. It's got some thickness there. It's got some flavor. It's not going to bite you too hard that you're not getting that thickness and the flavor in there. And I think that's a good way of looking at it. Exactly. Um, the market's obviously changing as, as more and more people are jumping in and jumping on. And anyone that is, is diving into bourbon, I have a hard time believing they won't progress to really enjoying you know, full flavor profiles, which in turn really equates to a, a higher proof for most product lines, but that's where they get, and that's what they want. They they want to experience it, you know, raw and uncut. Who, yeah. Who wants the diluted version? Exactly. I want to enjoy this right now. So let's go ahead. Let's fast forward that tape. Let's come back and enjoy this and see what we get. What do you think? I mean, if you're going to twist my arm, I'll, I'll hold off talking for a while. Let's do it. <laughs> That was a, a heck of a blind. I'm a little bit lost here. <laughs> I mean, I know we could have drank this or ran a lawnmower, but I feel good about what we did. <laughs> I do feel good about what we did. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, whether or not I got any of these right is is another thing to be seen. I mean, just kind of stray observations before we get in here because we can talk about this without giving anything away. For me, all kind of had a very similar nose. I got a lot of mint, the alcohol, some vanilla, oak, and spice. But two of them were pretty similar for me. And then another two were pretty similar. It was almost like a little bit of a grouping there. I tend to think that it's going to group with heat. I could be very, very wrong on this. I almost wonder if the higher proofs kind of gravitate together and the ones that are about you know, 124, 125 grouped together as well. Um, just a thought. Uh, I like it. I see your train of thought. And inevitably, when we finish these blinds, which for anyone that is new to, to listening, uh, John and I prefer to do blinds for the most part. We, we find that more interesting and more exploratory than simply each, in, each of us having a pour of something that we know what it is or is touted or stated to be going in. Literally. If we fall flat on our face, we fall flat on our face. That, that's fine, and we would rather have that than, you know, label or other review hype weighing in on our opinion. So that that's where we are. And like he said, if we look asinine, then oh well, we gave it our best, and, you know, that's about all you can do. I think for us, too, we just try to think of the thought process. If we can understand the, th- the thought process behind it and then learn something from it for the next time that we're doing a tasting, then it's a win-win. If we don't learn anything, then we're just dummies. And that's where I was going before my, my side piece. But <laughs> What is your side piece tonight? Are you drinking a side pour? Oh, always. We'll, we'll keep that on the hush. It's a palate cleanser. <laughs> it's kind of like a, what's that green stuff they serve at the uh, Japanese restaurant? Wasabi? No. Oh, ginger. No. It's ginger. wasabi it's and ginger. The ginger, not the wasabi. Sorry. The pink, not the green. I get confused easily. Your renters left some ginger beer in the fridge. We probably should have used that as a I saw that. That's high sugar. I don't want to mess with that. You're, you're, you're always thinking about health. John, I got a dad bod. It's been, winter was not fun for me. You're like a regular Tom Brady eating avocado ice cream. I wouldn't go that far. 
But Ed, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? How do you want this to go? Oh, I was just going to circle back to say my original thought was your deductive reasoning is usually better than mine as we work through these. And after the fact, I said, oh, that's what John was doing. Your I was nose, just drinking. Your nose is a lot better than mine. Hey, it is what it is. So go ahead. You go first. You tell me what you think these were. Rank them. I'll tell you if you're right or wrong, and then as always, once we both say ours, then we'll talk about the whiskey. All right. So I'll go one, I would say was batch C, two is the squat, three is batch B, four is the grenade. I hate you. <laughs> I really hate you right now. <laughs> I really, really Whoa. hate you right now. Um, <laughs> we're going to have to figure out how you got that. That's fine. I got what is What did you like the best? Two, four. So you went squat, grenade. Yep. And then C or B are kind of yep. together. I, I think looking at my notes, B was the less despicable of the two. Well, if anything, you're very consistent in your thought process and and how critical you've been. And I think if anything, if this proves it to you, that's a good thing, right? No, I'm, 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 I'm happy here. <laughs> All right. So for your me, turn. I thought uh, one was the grenade, two was batch C, three was the squat, and four was batch B. You're batting 500. I'm okay with that. You got their grenade is one, and the squat is three, correct? You missed on two and four. And if that's what I'm missing on, I'm okay with that. No, and honestly, I laughed as soon as you chimed it off, because considering you said you liked C more than B, but B's the one that got the accolades, I could see you gravitating to that more if in your mind that was the better tasting one. Makes sense. That makes complete For sense. For once, I'm spinning it to you. No, I know. And, <laughs> and uh, so my rankings on this, though, were one, two, three, four, which is. So even though you got one and three correct, hold on, I'm lost here. So I like the grenade the best. You, you, you liked them in the order you tasted them? Yeah, I Jesus. did. Yeah, I liked the grenade the best. And then I guess I liked batch B five seventeen second best. I liked the squat third best, and I liked batch C fourth best. Wow! Taking auditions for phoning guest. I- <laughs> 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 well, you know, and and the funny thing is, is the notes that I have. I said all were strong with mint, vanilla, mint, oak, and spice on the nose. One and two were the most similar, with three and four also sharing a greener, mintier side. So I think if, and I know you're making faces at me, but, and if you think about what I said, because I said this before we even revealed, I said, I definitely think it groups close with heat. It should also be known that I originally had one as the grenade, two as batch B, three as the squat, and four as C, and I crossed it out and I flipped the two. (laughs) <laughs> and I I was the funny thing is, is Zeke and I were having a conversation before we even got on here where I said you never flip in a blind because whenever you flip and scratch something out you're going to get it wrong so I had it right 
and I crossed it out. I'm not saying I had it right. I'm not, you know, no excuses because I got it wrong. I second guessed myself because I said one and two are the lighter proofs, three and four are hotter. That's interesting. Um, I, I guess I could see your deductive reasoning, I guess, inversely on my own end. I didn't really factor what I thought was a proof into it. It, it was really solely taste profiles. And, and for that reason, I immediately knew where I thought the squat and the grenade were versus the, the B and the C. Just because even though the, the grenade is not age stated, it, it has a, a really interesting novel flavor. If you've never had one, not that we promote secondary, but, but search one out because they're gift shop only. And if you're a fan or just of, go visit Heaven Hill. Well, I mean, if you can get there, but hopefully we have listeners, you know, outside of direct range of Kentucky. We have listeners in other continents. <laughs> well, that's good. But that being said, of these grenades I've had, they've all been very consistent. Agreed. I mean, they, they really are. And I guess in that realm, it's almost even more baffling how their grenade is still consistent, but batches B and C or, and even A from last year, they they were nowhere near the mark. I mean, if you're throwing darts, you're on the other person's board, in my opinion, compared to any other Elijah Craig barrel proof I've had. It was so far out there, I don't understand how an organization that big misses that much three times. I think it's interesting that I like batch B better than the squat. That was eye-opening for me. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Right. I just I just thought it was pretty interesting. But what other trends did you see to kind of put them together? Because you, you said how you found the grenade. You said how you found the squat. I'll, I'll run through notes because they're not long. One, which I thought was the C ultimately. I thought for a nose, it was not overwhelming. Decent amount of alcohol and a little bit of bronze kicked in on the back. Palette-wise, big rush of bitter than corn burn at the back. Finish lingering char and bitter and then some singe. That's where I put it. The second one, which I interpreted as being the squat, had a nose of warm, dark chocolate caramel goodness. I really equated it to a goo-goo cluster or a moon pie fresh out of the microwave. And for those of you that don't know, goo-goo cluster is an amazing candy treat that can be found here in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Palette. Surprisingly, there was no heat up front. Um, it didn't burn at all. It, it really just morphed into a chocolate and tannin bomb. And as far as the finish, I just thought it was Hershey's dark chocolate that just hung around like a, a bad party guest. But in this interpretation, it, it wasn't a bad party guest. It just hung around that long. Three, which I morphed into the B expression from last year. Nose, alcohol heavy, uh, then some chocolate covered cherry turnover. A hot one, uh, you know, like fresh out of uh, you know an oven. Maybe some brittle, it, it was hit or miss. Palette, warm and corny, which really morphed into really corny and really hot. You're corny. Hey, I'm just telling you. Um, very young tannins hit. Um, on the second taste, I did pick up maybe just a hint of kettle corn, but honestly, every note that I mentioned beforehand was really what I thought of the palate. 
The finish seemed to be tannins and heat. The fourth one, which was the grenade, the nose was really faint originally. Um, some tart fruit somewhere between a cherry and an apple. And, and as a, you know, you got the nose further in the glass. There was some alcohol, but again, it just really wasn't strong at all. Palette-wise, light warmth, some chocolate, some bronze. The distinctive characteristic that I got of this one was there was no corn. That's what really turned it for me as being this is not a 2017 release. And uh, maybe a faint hit of raspberries on the back. Finish-wise, tannins and burnt marshmallow, some mild heat and... That was my my deductive reasoning, which really turned the corner, especially on number four, which was the grenade. As far as not being a a 2017 release, was I just didn't get any corn, which just stood out to me so strongly for all three of those releases. Not to beat a dead horse, but Zeke's not making any friends in Elijah Craig. I love their stuff. I just didn't like those two releases. No, I know, I know. The funny thing for me is is I'm getting more angry as we're sitting here because I'm going back through my notes. And Zeke, you are my witness. I know I got them wrong, right? But when I look down at my notes, and I'm going to make it much simpler because you went into all of the tasting things. I'm just going to say one and two for me is the grenade and the B517. I said are smoother. That's one thing that I wrote down. I said one and two are smoother than three and four. Three and four next to both of them in big block letters, I wrote oak. And for me, I got a bunch of oak from three and four. And it was almost a dry mouth. It was creamier. Three and four were creamier to me than one and two to the point where it was like lick your lips creamy when you're done because you kind of have a dry mouth. I got all the regular stuff, the you know, the spices that were there, the creaminess, the vanilla, the caramel, the, the oak, the tannins. I didn't get any copper. All of those tasting notes that I got in there really boiled down to one and two for me were very smooth. Three and four were creamier, hotter, spicier, and oakier. And I'm really mad at myself now that I switched those two. And it, I, I'm going to say it's because I used two pages in the notebook. So I was looking at the second page, trying to figure out my guesses, and I should have gone back to the first page where I put oak and and spice and all that stuff. Well, I wonder, too, looking at it and trying to compare notes and yours, I wonder subjectively how much of a linger factor occurred. You had the grenade before the B. Could have been an easy linger. And then, as you mentioned, the biggest distinction for you was the proof difference between one and two and three and four which i didn't intend but i could easily see a linger from one into two and especially with uh, the batch c from 17 a linger of the goodness of what was your three of being the squat just lingering and hanging around and masking having had batch c first off it was tough yeah no, that's a that's but, a but i expected point. at least one of the two from 17 to be tough so I, I had that going in. So again, an, an unintentional happening of a blind, but it is what it is. As we do at the end of every episode, what do you say about the grenade? Would you buy it? I, I love the grenade. If if you do the math on it at, at thirty bucks and two hundred mLs, obviously you're you're paying more than what any release of any bottle of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof at twelve years would have been. That being said, 
It has a very novel flavor, very enjoyable flavor, and John and I have both been through a handful of these things, and they are always very tasty. If you enjoy Elijah Craig at higher proof, I would highly recommend getting one. It's just a novel flavor profile that it's fun to tinker with. I've never found a grenade I didn't like. I'd buy it. Yeah. I know how you feel about Bats B and C, so I'm not even going to ask you. The squat, it's very hard to buy it. Let's go, let's take this someplace a little bit differently because that's going to be about 80 or 90 on secondary. You buy it there? I would. I mean, there's plenty of less flavorful products, whether they're on secondary or on a store shelf, that aren't going to offer the profile these do. And depending on the, the proof, which is going to equate to the batch and you know where they are, I think some, some range even more so. I honestly do not know where the 139.8 ranges, but I've had at least four or five or six of these different batches and proofs, and they were all very consistent profiles, very similar taste, nothing like 2017, and just some of the favorite bottles that I uh, I grimaced as I realized they were uh, heading to the recycling. Well, the sad thing is, is I'm realizing I need to get a batch B now. But I definitely would get the grenade. I, I love the squats. I have a couple of those bunkered. I do have the 139 bunkered. So that was my third. I'm happy I got the C just to be able to try it and just to be able to have us do this. It was ranked fourth. At $55, though, I'm not. When some of that other stuff is coming out at $100 and you do the comparison there, would I prefer a Four Roses store pick at 55 over the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, the ones that came out last year? Absolutely. Am I crying over the fact that I spent $55 on that Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, the C-Batch? No. Well, you know, laughingly, you know, price points normally more of a bigger of a concern for us, and, and here it, it really isn't. I think where we get more ruffled feathers is simply it's just not what we expected, and it wasn't a one-time anomaly. It was three. It was three batches that were all well below the curve, the belt. I mean, whatever you want to call it, 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 it it's short. Well, if it was at, I mean, I guess for me, I have to change my mind about B a little bit, but that's just me. I think I do still respect the fact that they put them at 55. If they put that at 100, if they tried to do a limited edition and, you know, made it more allocated and pumped up the price, I think I'd be angrier. At 55, and to bring price into the consideration, I don't hate it. Well, at the same time, 55 is assuming assuming a very generous price almost in this day and age. That's MSRP, but how often do we see it? If you go to the gift shop, it's 70. If you're in a market where not much is available, it's probably going to be closer to that, similar to Stag Jr., similar to other releases that, depending on where you are and where you buy it, you know, you, you can laugh at what other people have to pay, but that's just the world we live in. And I would say that if you're going to spend $70 on it, then you should go seek out the older versions. Certainly, and not even 70 but for 80 to 85 you can still get squats, and it's just a different level of enjoyment. And go find, you know, go get a couple of the grenades. You know, and and however, on upside, I didn't want to miss this, but I haven't seen them in Middle Tennessee, but I have 
seen some pages, seen some folks talk about them. They say that, you know, batch A for 2018, which is out there, is a much more relatable product to the squats than anything from 2017 was. Well, if you all have a sample, I'm kidding. No, we're going <laughs> to we're going to have to go find ourselves a batch A and compare it cuz I'd be interested in that. That is for a later show. If you like the shows that we have, if you're listening to us or you want to tell your friend about us, you can find us on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Podknife, iHeartRadio. You can find us on Spotify. You can pretty much find us on all of your favorite podcast providers. Please go find us. Leave a five-star review. Put some comments in there. Tell us why you like us because those are the things that really help to, to put our show forward. I don't think you all realize how much that means, but please leave us a five-star review. Tell us you like us. If you don't like us, please reach out to us first. Send us a direct message. Tell us why you don't like us. We want to make it better before you actually go ahead and put a, a one-star or a three-star review on there. Well, and, and also, you know, if you're out there and you're, uh, you're, you're getting more spontaneous and, and you're drinking and blinding yourself or, or trying to really taste your own knowledge and you, you find a fun set of blinds, let us know. I mean, honestly, John and I do our best to, to come up with things that are creative and innovative, but if you've lined something up on your own, we're more than happy to try and source that out or for something we already have, line we'll that up. It. I mean, we're, we're not opposed to anything other than scotch. I'll throw that out there, scotch. Nope, nope, nope. I but, know what we're doing next week. <laughs> um, but no, if you've, if you've had some lines with friends, is, is you know we encourage as well. And if you're in Nashville and you want to come do some blinds with us, reach out to us because we'd love to have some guests here doing it with us. We haven't had some guests here in a while, so reach out to us. You can also find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. You can find us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. You can find us on Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Where else can the folks find us, Zeke? Like you said, right here in good old Nashville, Tennessee, we are, we are never squeamish or opposed to, to sharing pours and blinds and having a good time with, with anyone that happens to be in town, whether you're local or not. Let us know. We, we like interacting and having a good time with folks. That That's our MO. This is for fun. We're not paid. It, it's all in the spirit of enjoying the beverage. Well, reach out to us. We love you guys. Cheers. Ciao.